get floored with JT from Black Bear Coatings and Concrete, the podcast dedicated to resinous coatings and commercial industrial floor systems. If you've ever wanted to learn about the process of designing, installing, repairing, or maintaining a flooring solution for your business, this is the podcast for you. In this episode, we're going head-to-head with the pros and cons of polished concrete. So, let's get to it. Here we go. This episode is part four of the Polished Concrete series, and it's about how your commercial flooring impacts compliance or industry regulations. Learn how Blackbird's floor solutions help with this and much more in this week's episode, which starts now. How can a fl- the flooring that a business has, how does it contribute to them, you know, failing to meet regulations or not meeting compliance regulations for whether it's OSHA or any other type of regulation? So I think what you're asking me is, are there certain standards that polished concrete has to meet? Yeah, yeah. Or, or are there any standards that it helps the business meet for the flooring? So that's a tricky question. A lot of the answer to that is industry specific. So what I mean by that is, let's say that we're talking about a life science or a pharmaceutical manufacturer. They're governed by FDA regulations, which dictate cleanliness standards, which dictate coefficient of slip, all that type of stuff. Um, In that specific example, polished concrete isn't great because polished concrete doesn't have a high chemical resistance. But let's take something more practical like a grocery store. So a grocery store, what they're most concerned about is slip and falls. So there's not necessarily an industry standard. However, there are standards that are set by architects. OSHA that you mentioned is a good one too. Uh, ASTM, which is an architectural standard. There are certain coefficients that you need to meet. And polished concrete has one of the highest coefficients of frictions in terms of being slip resistance in the business. Mm -hmm. Um, The issue is that long-term, if not maintained properly, you could lose that. How does... How does polished concrete compare to other flooring products, whether that be epoxy or even other things that you guys don't do, like uh, tiles or you know carpeting, anything like that? How does polished concrete compare to those? That's a, that's a difficult question to answer. The reality is, is they're apples to oranges to pineapples. Yeah. So. You know, again, a lot of why an end user chooses polished concrete is really determined by how they're going to use the space and what they do in it. Um, You know, the best example I can think of is a restaurant, right? Restaurants have back of house, front of house, and bathroom environments. Now, polished concrete, you can polish bathrooms, but it's not the best thing to do. Why? Because guys pee on the floor, right? That's the reality. So uric acid is a byproduct of urine, and when it sits, it's going to be a chemical version of a chemical attack on the floor, and you'll end up with dull spots under the urinals, right? In a kitchen, polished concrete isn't appropriate in a kitchen, especially one that has a friolator or has grease and fats, because a byproduct of fat that sits is acid as it breaks down the hydroxyls. In the front of the house, it's a little bit more appropriate as long as they're maintaining it, even though you can track fat and dirt from the kitchen into your main house area. Um, But you would put it there and it would be cost effective to a decorative epoxy coating. It would be cost effective if you did a ceramic tile. A lot of it comes down to 
the maintenance cycle, when they want to maintain it, how they're going to maintain it, and how long into how, after the floor being installed they need to maintain it. Those are a lot of the decisions. So if you're a restaurant evaluating what type of flooring you're going to put in the front of the house, the back of the house, or the bathrooms, you know, you need to look at the initial cost of install. You need to look at the annual cost of maintenance and you need to look at the uh, general cost of maintenance. So for example, if you had a tile floor you put in the front of house, the tile floor is extremely durable, you know, somewhat easy to clean. But how many people have gone into restaurants and you see grout lines or even think about your house, you see these grout lines. Grout lines are nasty. Why? Because the grout in between the tiles is a cementitious based material that just like these concrete floors is porous. And so when water gets on it, that contains dirt, it gets absorbed and it looks nasty. You can use vinyl. Vinyl is another alternative, like sheet vinyl, welded sheet vinyl, vinyl tiles, like you see in grocery stores. That's another alternative. But with vinyl tiles, you need to wax, right? You need to buff, you need to maintain. You can do decorative resinous coatings, you know? Decorative resinous coatings tend to have, uh, they need to be maintained less quickly, but when it comes down to maintaining or putting it in, you have more of a shutdown. So it's not really a black and white answer. It's actually more of like a 360 degree approach where we want to really take into consider all of the facets of their flooring, how they're using it and how they're cleaning it. Okay. So, I mean, it sounds like chemical resistance is kind of like one drawback. What are some other drawbacks of polished concrete? Not being able to maintain it properly. That's the biggest drawback. Polished concrete is awesome if you are set up to maintain it and do the maintenance properly. So we will repolish major grocery store chains, right? Where we'll switch them from VCT, which is a vinyl tile, to polished concrete. It's easier to clean. Um, you know, they have an auto scrubber, which is critical in maintaining a polished concrete floor. And they have the staffing that's able to do it. Um, but if you go to like a small restaurant, or a small brewery is a good talking point. We're often directing breweries not to polish the front of house, not because it doesn't look great, not because it's not a great flooring system, but because they can't maintain it properly. So why invest some, Why invest your money in something that you can't maintain and have it look great over time? doesn't make sense. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. On the next episode, JT will give even more insight into polished concrete and other flooring solutions. If you want to learn more about Black Bear's commercial flooring services, you can visit them at blackbearconcrete.com. So subscribe to the blog and follow Black Bear on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn for future updates and flooring tips. If you have any questions you'd like to ask JT, Submit them on social media and we'll get them answered on the podcast. Again, thank you for listening and we'll be back again soon with another episode. Sound effects provided by zapsplat.com. The music is from Audio Jungle.